make me wanna Welcome to the Circling the Wagon podcast, a podcast discussing the Bills all year round with interviews, news, recaps, and insightful fan discussion. Most times. Here's your host and lifelong Bills fan, Nate. Hey, Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Circling the Wagons, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast and the only podcast that records a show even on vacation. I'm your host, Nate, and this is a super low-key, super low-expectation show where we're just going to discuss some championship games from yesterday and a few few Bills topics, of course, if we have time. Um, I mentioned last week, um, by the way, this is, I'm actually on vacation in Florida this week and um, just bypassing the snow. We're, we're doing a trip with some family, um, actually on the podcast today, just because I don't like talking to myself. It sounds kind of stupid. Um, talking with uh, Bob, Uncle Bob. Uncle Bob, my uh, my son's uncle, my sister's hu- or, uh, husband, <laughs> my sister's brother, and uh, Bob. Man, it's good to good to talk to you. Good to be back, Nate. <laughs> You've never been on, so oh, that's right. sorry. <laughs> I made sure of that. Um, <laughs> by the way, I did tell listeners last week we did a, an episode with Ryan Talbot of NewYorkUpstate.com, just talking Bills and just expectations for the 2019 season, looking back at the 2018 season. And I warned them, I said, you know, just so you know, next week, if we end up doing one, it's going to be low level expectations. It's going to be like Billy Joe Hobart, maybe like Nathan Peterman. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No chance chance. of having any entertainment. Yeah. This is just for like the 13 listeners that are still listening in the off season. (laughs) Um, So, so we've, uh, we actually bypassed the storm. The storm, winter storm Harper that came through, people came through or people were saying that they got like a foot and a half of snow, some say two feet of snow, and uh, we just got out. It wasn't our plan to leave then. We just... Yeah, it was actually, we booked this back in September and we luckily flew out the day before the storm hit, Yeah, which is nice. Yeah. So we got our vacation thing from Friday to Friday, which is very abnormal, but we're like, ah, well, it's the only time we could get it. So we're either going to not do a vacation this year or... Do it then and end up working out perfectly. Yeah, perfect. Never works out that way. Usually, <laughs> when you go down south on vacation, it's like sixty degrees in yeah, Rochester. It's nice back home. It's you're actually, like regretting it, but yeah. we did good this time. Yeah, we did. We did January sixty degrees, like high of sixty, like in Rochester and Buffalo. Like this has never happened before. Yep, that's that's when we go on vacation. But yeah. no, it actually worked out well. Did did you guys ever? Um, so like growing up with with school buses and stuff like that. I don't know how it was for you, but where I went to high school. Um, we never got snow days. It felt like all the all the school districts around us got snow days. Yeah, it felt like that a couple times, but we had uh, our fair amount of snow days, which was nice. But um, there were some times that we were on the bus, and it was seemed like we couldn't, like we kind of, you know, made it to school. And so we all like for all little kids <laughs> signing like a big petition, you know, to have the, the principal or whatever fired, you know, just messing around. But yeah, we uh. We actually, we stayed on par where we uh, went to high school with all the surrounding schools, you know, mm-hmm. as far as like getting, uh, getting the snow, snow days. Nice. Nice. Well, it's it's actually cool to, to be down here in, in the sun when it's nice. It's, it's you know, but it's weird because we're in dolphin country, right? Yeah. We we parked right in the parking lot and uh, of this hotel it, it, we're staying at and there's this big, huge. Yeah, it's like a shrink wrap Miami Dolphins uh, van. <laughs> <laughs> it's like got all of the, it, it is no joke. Like what, what they call it, was it a converted ambulance? Yeah, it looked like an old ambulance, but it was in pretty good shape and it was all done up with all the old players yeah. and some newer players. Like a ton of. 
it's got like all the players and all the famous like Hall of Famers, and then it's got actual like pictures of of uh, Dan Marino yeah, yeah. and Bonacati, and just like all these famous like Zonka. And at first, I'm like, man, screw these guys, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about doing some vandalism on it, but you know, I didn't want to get arrested on uh, vacation. <laughs> <laughs> and the more I look at it, the more I'm just like, ah. Like that's kind of nice, actually. If, they, if that was a Bills, <laughs> Bills yeah. ambulance, yeah, that'd be pretty sick. We'd find the owner. We find go for a cruise <laughs> around Miami. Yeah, we'd bro out. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, we actually ran into a Bills fan yesterday while we were doing our uh, our quote unquote um, timeshare yeah. presentation. Yeah, and uh, she was like, "Oh, I'm from Hamburg. You know, are you guys Bills fans? Like, yeah, you know, we're Bills fans. We got the." The jacket, you know, his son's got the Bills hat on, and we both got our Bills stuff on. Um, do we travel with so much Bills stuff? On yeah, us? my favorite uh, flying shirt is a Buffalo Bills Nike shirt, <laughs> and uh, I get flack with it once in a while. I remember flying into Jacksonville one time. The one of the security guys actually said it was a nice shirt. Oh, really? Which was surprising security, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe it's <laughs> <laughs> um, from Buffalo. But yeah, so so timeshare presentations, real quick before we get into the championship games timeshare presentations we thought we were going to because we already own one this is actually just our timeshare that we're, we're staying at this week and uh they they stopped us before when we checked in like hey do you guys want to do this breakfast where you know we uh we just do a survey we're like well we already own a timeshare we're not gonna buy another one and right like yeah you know well it's just a survey yeah they try to rope us into another sales presentation and all that which i kind of figured they were gonna but we uh we were able to skate out of it with a nice uh buffet breakfast, <laughs> buffet breakfast. and a gift card and a gift card for free like no <laughs> without having to sit through anything that guy could tell as soon as we yeah. went out and talked with him that he was yeah. we were not yeah so he he bailed on us and he went for another mark another mark <laughs> somebody else willing to buy it but yeah. and uh he was he he had me he had me hooked man i i was thinking about just buying something just talking to him he's like oh i'm from ub yeah, yeah. you know I, I was like i went to school at ub <laughs> oh talk. yeah uh, yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> he just said that because he saw I had the Bills hat on. Right. If he was like, oh, I'm a Bills fan, I'd be like, whatever you're selling, I'm taking <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, so, um, so yeah, so we we were actually out at the mini golf course enjoying some of the sun when we caught the end of the, the Saints-Rams uh, game yesterday. So just a quick background. I mean, your father's from Louisiana area. Yeah, so you guys, Orleans way, Van yeah, Rouge. Van Rouge. So we've always had a little tie back into the Saints uh, – program remember rooting for them growing up and stuff mm-hmm. and uh so when they make it this far in the season i kind of switch over to them because <laughs> buffalo has <laughs> has a hard time making it this far so saints are the, the team i we root for me and ma and you know the rest of the fam oh yeah yeah i think they're a very rootable team i was putting on uh twitter that like you know drew Brees just turned 40 and he's the nfl leading passer and like he has a chance to win it all they had a great team and uh, and a lot of people on Twitter agreed with me, and it was just like just a few wanted someone else to win, but really everyone wanted right. like Drew Brees to, to win yeah, it all. Yeah, yeah, he's he's pretty good, and uh, he holds the city together. It seems pretty well. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody in that city loves him, and I wish we could get a quarterback quite like him. I think Josh <laughs> Allen might have the potential as yeah. long as he stays with us. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, progresses, yeah. Doesn't go and win a championship for some other team. <laughs> you mean like Drew Brees did, basically? <laughs> well, Drew Brees was supposed to be out of the season after like 2006 because of his devastating shoulder injury. Right. And he just ended. But but let's get to the play of the game, which is like, obviously we were both rooting for the Saints. Um, it's a very, it's, a, it's an easy team to root for this season. And uh, it was just, 
it, it, basically what happened is, and I'm sure everyone saw the replay if they didn't watch the game, was uh, the, the Saints were driving. It was 20 to 20, I believe, or was it 20? I don't remember. They were, I think it was tied. And it they, was tied, yes. And it was like less than two minutes left. Yep. And it was third down, and Drew Brees throws a pass where only the receiver could probably catch it. And Nikel Roby Coleman, actually former Bill, um, who is a, a Los Angeles cornerback now, a Rams cornerback, um, just levels the guy. Yeah, just takes him out. I mean, wasn't looking back at the ball at all. No. Nope. I mean, and just totally plowed into him and took him out. He just mugged him. Yeah, yeah. And we watched it after we hit that uh, bucket of balls at the driving range, and we were watching, and I thought for sure they're, the flags were coming oh, yeah. out. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's just like, where are they? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the, what's going on here? It was, you know? yeah. That was the worst call, I think. And, you know, it was the worst, yeah, non-call. Non-call. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "What the hell, man?" Well, with Bills games, it's like we always think the refs are against us, right? Because right. they usually are. Yeah, they, in all they, honesty. Yeah, they don't do too well. No, no, they're they're terrible. But when you see a game like this, and you're just yeah, like, "This just it, all the terrible." Whole season's on the line. You worked so hard to do something all season to get to this point, and you leave it up to a. Rep standing right there almost, not seeing the guy get taken out before the ball gets to him. It's like, oh, come yeah. on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He didn't look back at it. He hit him before the ball could get there. I mean, there were just like three things that should have led to a pass interference call. And if they had had that pass interference call, they would have had first and 10 right. with like a minute left. Right. To they get, yeah. They could have easily pushed them maybe a little farther and got the field goal to win it right at yeah. the end, you know, yeah. and not lift any time back. Exactly. Exactly. Left uh, just like ran three times, used up all the time with two seconds left, kicked the field goal to win it, which is how it should have been. Right. Really, and it was just, uh, I don't know. We'll call, we'll call that the bird box non-call <laughs> of the NFL, I guess, if, you, if you're familiar with that uh, Netflix it's, movie with Sandra Bullock. <laughs> yeah, with a blindfold, you mean, like yeah. the ref with the blindfold? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, it's bad. It's just... I, I, think, I think when like for a championship game, it should, like, a, I don't know, rules should change where something like that should be reviewed. I mean, it's hard to, you know, review a penalty, you know, or a non-call, but you're ruining, you know, the whole season on this, yes. you know, call that should it's just blatant. It's just, yes. I mean, it's yes. not right at all, you know, and you're leaving it up to some guy on the field to call it. And if they don't do it, then it doesn't, ha- then it happen. It doesn't make sense to me. No. But, I mean, through the regular season, I can see where, you know, that, you know, you could let it kind of stuff slide, but with a championship game on the line it's like you got to be uh pretty uh accurate on your calls and non-calls yeah well we were watching the uh the patriots uh chiefs game boomer esiason and like before i think before they went to that game was just like how can you do that he was he was living i I love boomer and he was just he was just like how does it that's just i mean they, they they call that interference, you know, sometimes when they barely touch yes. a receiver. Yes. And this is, you know, the guy's up in the bleeding. air almost like trying to catch it. And then he just runs into him, takes him out of, out of bounds. Exactly. So if, if there's ever a time that pass interference should be reviewed, it should be within like two minutes of a championship game or whatever. Right, it's yeah, gotta be. absolutely. Absolutely. How, how that's not uh, able to be reviewed, how penalties, some penalties aren't able to be reviewed, like within two minutes or something. I don't know, man. Yeah. It's like, I, you know what? And I'm one of those people that thinks you, the ref should swallow the whistle normally. Right. Like, just, yeah, just let so, him play. Yeah, yes, yes. But when it's that blatant, well, like, yeah, you cannot. Well, yeah. <laughs> you, you have to call it. Right. And so, so that was disappointing. And then, of course, we watched a second game. <laughs> you know, so basically the two teams that most of us didn't want to get in mm-hmm. have got into the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, um, and, you know, I just, I, I don't want the Pats to get in because it's like, 
you know, now they might not win, but they might win. And it's like, if, as long as they're out, I don't have to worry about them winning right. the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. And people are like, well, maybe if they win another Super Bowl, maybe Tom Brady will retire. And like, no, yeah. he's not going to retire. <laughs> he's going to be out there in a wheelchair, probably <laughs> throwing bombs. <laughs> throwing dimes to Edelman and Gronk, oh, yeah. Gronk in his yeah. uh, wheelchair, too. Yeah. Um, Someone's got to happen to Edelman for sure. Yeah, he's, he's just wiry and he yeah. just gets open so quick. Oh, and that was another thing. Remember that ball that yeah. like bounced right in front yeah, of him. Yeah, the, the muff punt. We thought the Kansas City got the uh, muff punt there on the yeah. return and ran it in for the touchdown. And then watching the the replay, it's like it didn't <laughs> really. How, can, how lucky can you I get, know, man? I know, man. I know. It's just like it's like it's destiny that they just. <laughs> I know it does seem like that. Something maybe Norm Craft uh, made some deal with the devil or yeah. something, <laughs> sacrificed some. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was uh, just a disappointing day of all yeah, yeah, yeah. football. I was in no mood to record this after that. I'm just like, you know what? Screw this, man. Yeah, I'm just we were done. Over I'm, it just, last night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bed. Um, so so I just wanted to get do a couple of quick bills, news and notes. I uh, just obligatory. Just let people know. I'm sure a lot of people know already. The Bills hired a special teams coach, Heath Farwell, who's the assistant special teams coach in Carolina. Um, just for reference, according to Football Outsiders, the Bills special team ranked 32nd last season, which is not a big surprise at all to anyone that watched the Bills. And uh, and Carolina ranked 18th. So, um, so I'm kind of one of those guys that's of the opinion, like special teams, it's either they matter a lot or they don't matter at all. Like for the most part, like 90% of the teams like just have average special teams, right? Like right. it just, yeah. but like if you're at the very top or the very bottom, like yeah. it shows. Yeah, yeah, it can make or break a game at that point. A game and yeah. like a few games in a season, and so like it'd be nice if the Bills just, just to be up me- the yeah, just do their job, <laughs> just don't just let any big plays up. And yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. A, a decent run back every once in a while yeah, would be nice. Yeah, more yeah, than ten the yards. Ball maybe on a thirty-five <laughs> once in a while wouldn't yeah. be too bad. Yeah, it wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't be opposed to that. It wouldn't be awful. Um, so um, the guy just kind of seems like a McDermott guy. He just seems like a process guy through and through. He, like, wears his, like, receiver gloves and cleats to every practice. Right, like, kind of right. cool. Um, and then the Bills hired an offensive line coach, Bobby Johnson, who is the assistant O-line coach in Indy, which uh, the offensive, the Colts offensive line ranked first in the league in sack percentage, allowing a league-low 18 sacks for uh, Andrew Luck. And he was taking down less than 3% of his dropback. So... That's kind of cool. Again, like somebody was talking to me on Twitter and said, like, yeah, I look forward to, you know, doing a lot of research on these guys. And I was kind of like, you know, and that's maybe just this. This might just be my laziness. It's like we don't know how these guys are going to do. They might have done great with their other teams. You might not have the same talent. He might not be as good of a coach as the actual right. as the actual, you know, non-assistant. Yeah. So and a um, lot of it comes down to the players, you know, acceptance of them and yeah. how they handle the players and get into their heads on, you know, how they want to perform. But I think uh, we're making some good changes this year coming up. Mm -hmm. Hopefully Allen stays healthy and, uh, you know, can, I don't know, mature as a quarterback for our franchise. Yes. Yes. So we'll get into uh, Josh Allen a little bit. I I know that the Bills also re-signed Lorenzo Alexander to a one-year deal, so that's kind of cool. Obviously with the departure of um, Kyle Williams, they need some sort of veteran leadership in the locker room. Um, so Bob, like you you mentioned how you're, you have family from Louisiana and you root for the Saints growing up, but you're also a Bills fan. Yes. So how did, how did you become a Bills fan? Because was, was it through like other family members or what? Yeah, it was, uh, my, uh, godmother 
Patty is from uh, Buffalo. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I always joke around saying, unfortunately, uh, she was a <laughs> Buffalo Bills fan, which made me a <laughs> Buffalo Bills fan. But I think, uh, I don't know. I mean, growing up, I was, you know, just hopping back and forth. Yeah. I really didn't have a set team. Yep. And then I think when uh, we went to the Super Bowl there four straight years, I kind of got into it a little more, and then it just stuck with it. And yeah. I'm the type of person that doesn't want to wishy-wash on teams. I, you know, stick with the Bills yeah. up through the ups and downs. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. hopefully before uh, I hit the dirt, <laughs> they can <laughs> the bring one home. Again. Please, <laughs> please, just one. Uh, what about um, – so you also had a dog with a with a Bills player name, right? Did you have a dog named uh, after a Bills quarterback? Um, I don't think Flutie? so, did I? No, that was oh, a cat. Oh, there was a cat. We, we had a cat named Flutie at one point. <laughs> uh, yeah, we jumped on that bandwagon. <laughs> we got the subs from Wegmans yeah, and yeah. Uh, the, the, fruity, the Flutie flakes. flakes. <laughs> we jammed them out, <laughs> which weren't, I don't think, too healthy for you. But <laughs> <laughs> You know what's cool, though, about your family? So, like, your your mom is a big Bills fan. Yeah. And she watches the games with you. My mom's a huge Bills fan. Uh-huh. And I think that's actually one of the reasons. I think that's the reason why I am a big Bills fan is because of my mom. Okay. My dad could care less. He's more of a Seahawks fan for yeah. some reason. Um, just w- never grew up with a big Bills fan. And just never, even now, it doesn't you really think with a name more. like Bill. Bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Dad. Jeez. <laughs> Oh yeah, that, I just shake my head even more now that he's not a Bills. Fan. <laughs> it's the that Buffalo up, Bills, Dad. <laughs> Bill, uh, he's like, no, I could be a Seahawks fan, and he's only a Seahawks fan when they're in the Super Bowl too. So it's like, <laughs> right. it's like I can't even respect yeah. his fandom. <laughs> but anyway, this isn't a dad bashing a podcast. Um, Bill, we love you. Bill, we. Oh, <laughs> uh, quick story. Can we tell the the story from Fourth of July when we had my dad over? Oh, uh, so so. So we, <laughs> I don't know. Can we? Can we? Yeah, we could talk about it. We could talk about the first part at least. The question you asked him. So my dad, my dad's a veteran. He's a Marine, uh, Marine Corps veteran. He served in Vietnam. He was in the Vietnam War. He fought there, and, uh, and we had your family was nice enough to invite my family over for Fourth of July. Yeah, we, we had s- a big party going on around the pool. Everything was done up nice, food and drinks and stuff. We were all getting a little buzz on, yeah. <laughs> you know, just getting to know Nate's dad a little more. I'm popping questions at him and stuff, and uh, <laughs> Bill's got a little buzz on. Starts telling war stories, yeah, yeah, yeah and uh, telling stories that he never told his son. <laughs> oh, he stuff. did? Jeez, I didn't know that. <laughs> but you know, he let some uh, language fly out, yeah, which was awesome. Yeah, but he was. Boy. <laughs> you were like, "Well, we're gonna we're gonna fire off some firecrackers later, some fireworks later, and make you." <laughs> yeah, I was afraid he was gonna have shell shock or something. You know, <laughs> I've, you... Seen, I've seen uh, veterans get like that, and you know. But well, you were just like, "I'll make you feel like you're back in Nam, Bill." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I never yeah, really. Yeah, I'm it. a dick when I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny because my dad didn't miss a beat. He just thought he was like, "Well, you know, they didn't yeah, actually." <laughs> It was, he was, it was funny. My dad was a good sport about oh, that. Definitely. So, I mean, imagine being like, you know, 50 years out of the war, like your, your, your feelings aren't quite the same as they were before. So, um, but yeah, so, so your mom's a big Bills fan, but, but, um, your brother's not. No. No. Okay. We're going to double it then, I guess. <laughs> my brother and my two little darling nephews, um, are Dolphins fans. Yeah. And so growing up, my brother was a Dolphins fan. I was a Bills fan. So we'd, uh. Always, uh, you know, kind of hate on each other for the oh, yeah. aspect of oh, it. Yeah. But um, we always rooted for each other's teams when we weren't playing together, it seemed. Yeah. You know, because 
you know, it's the bro thing to do. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we went to the last game there for Kyle Williams and uh, took my nephews and my brother up there. Mm-hmm. And they're all Dolphins fans. And we kind of sat in the visitor's side, which was kind of, you know, awkward for me. But, <laughs> you know, I was afraid that, you know, because the Buffalo Bills fans are so great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were going to get picked on. But everybody was cool. They were cool? Good. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of uh, Dolphins fans there. Everybody behaved. Good. Kiko Alonso should be uh, kneecapped. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that yeah cool. that's a whole other thing. That's good. I'm glad to hear that the Bills fans were good to at least the kids and, you know, stuff like that. You know, it's funny. Um, it's just I, I would say like. Your brother is probably the coolest Dolphins. If we can call any Dolphins fans cool, right, right. like because he's because he's the first guy to admit he's like, yeah, my team kind of sucks too. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, you gotta you gotta have that kind of you know you can't go out there saying that you know the Dolphins are the greatest you know and all the other teams suck because that's not just true. Yeah, but. Yeah, so I always respected him as being a. He's like, yeah, you know, well, we don't have a quarterback either. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. So he's he's he, cool. He keeps it even. Yeah, so I'm glad to hear that they, uh, your two nephews, were able to enjoy a Bills game. You know, because that's one of the things that's it's always kind of tough. It's like, when do we take our our son to you know his first Bills game? Because there's some things that you don't really want to see necessarily or whatever. And that's actually goes into like there's been a lot of talk about building a new stadium, right? And and one of the reasons why they want to do that is because if they build it downtown, first of all, it's going to like make the Jerry Joneses of the world happy because right. it's going to be a brand new stadium yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's going to look great right. and nice. And yeah. if they ever want to do either the draft there or the Super Bowl, right. there, yeah, yeah. you know, they can do that. And, uh, and then they all, but, the, but the problem is for fans is they eliminate tailgating a lot. Right. But from the Bills standpoint, and, and Matt, Matt brought this up on the Bills Q and A on the rumblings Q and A podcast last week. He's part of the podcast network. Right. So, I like to pump that when I can. But yeah, he brought it up. He's like, there's absolutely no money in it for the Pagulas for tailgating. Right. No, definitely not. If anything, it uh, creates a big headache for him, I'm sure. Yes. As far as like, you know, the garbage removal and, you know, all that, you know, just the liability of... You know, the fans getting after yep. it. The dead spin videos and the tailbill <laughs> oh, breaking. Yeah. and I mean, it's good. It's, some of it's good. I mean, no uh, publicity is bad, but <laughs> <laughs> when you're lighting fires and cracking tables, yeah. you know. Uh-huh. But, you don't want to, you know, have a little kid around for that. No, no. And Matt brought up a good point. He's like, the, the Pagulas don't make any money off tailgating. They literally don't. Right. You know, because if, if anything, they just make less money. Because what happens is you end up um, just you end up drinking in the in the parking lot. Right. And then so that makes you much less likely to order a beer in the right. stadium because you've already had 10, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think the Bills fans do all right. They, they, they're going to drink no matter too. what. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen an empty line at a, right. <laughs> at a blue light table or whatever, you know? So, um, but yeah, so it's, it's kind of crazy. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I'm at, I'm definitely at a different point because when we used to have season tickets and we used to tailgate and it was a great time, and it was fun. And it's like now that we're older and we kind of have kids and, you know, it's like I want to I can't bring them to a game until like right now, probably. What would you say? Like 10? Yeah, nine, eight, nine, yeah eight, eight, nine would probably be uh, a fairy age. I'm thinking they're old enough to, you know, know what's going on then old enough to where you really don't have to keep the whole constant eye on them and yeah. babysit them the whole time while you're there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I, I think eventually they're going to move that way towards a downtown stadium, but I know it kind of suck. It's traffic would be terrible. I mean, traffic's pretty bad anyway. You guys, you guys missed the traffic. Though, yeah. Right? We showed up, we uh, had a family um, Christmas breakfast before we went and uh, we showed up, we just got into the stadium to our seats right at kickoff. So it was just kind of perfect. We didn't uh, nice. waste any time out in the parking lot or nice. 
do any of that. And then we left a little early just to beat the traffic, which was uh, not too bad at that point because mm-hmm. the bills were up and we were over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did they uh, did they do anything cool for Kyle Williams at the beginning of the game? Um, yeah, they had uh, they had like a little storyline for him going on the boards, mm-hmm. and you know um, everybody was kind of you know in that mode of wanting to see him get the ball a couple times yeah. and do do some different stuff than yeah. you normally see. Mm-hmm. So we're um, actually right in the end zone uh, when uh, they drove it down and gave him the ball to score the touchdown. Oh. I was pretty close to that, which was awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the stand, the stadium was just on fire at that point. It was mm-hmm. cool as hell. Well, that was the one they thought they were going to give it to Kyle. They ended up, Josh Allen just ended up sneaking yeah, it in. Yeah. And you were like, oh, they're going to give it to Kyle. They're gonna, just like last year at this time, and they didn't. But – he caught that pass, and it was, yeah, it was a it was a crazy moment. I don't know. If, I don't know. I mean, I'm hoping that we have a player like Kyle that like ends up retiring and be with the Bills for 13 years. But right. that's that's I don't that's know if hard that's going to do happen. this day and age. It's yes, so hard with free agency, and I mean, even if Josh Allen ends up being a franchise quarterback, the odds of him not making a jump in the final stages of his career are so yeah, it's so unlikely. You know. Yes. Um. So you make this amazing Christmas dinner every year. Mm-hmm. Um. At, at the house, you you this year it was uh, it was prime rib, right? Yeah. And and so you're so you're busy all morning. You're prepping. You're getting everything ready. You're getting the appetizers ready. All this stuff. Like you're a great cook. And and your mom's like, Bob, you need to come into the other room. There's something. Oh you, yeah. And we're, like we're doing a little family gift option. I'm out <laughs> in the kitchen trying to make sure everything's going well yeah, and yeah. perfect for dinner. Yeah. And uh, we go in there and. My mom's giving gifts to my nephews and my brother, and they're like handmade dolphins blankets and all this dolphin stuff. And I was just like, really? You, you made me stop doing what I was doing to come and witness them unwrapping these dolphin stuff? I was kind of, you know, I, I wasn't irritated, but I pretended yeah, you you know, to be here. Yeah, just a little joke, but it was, it was good. Thanks, Mom. You ruined Christmas. Yeah, right. That was funny. You think I got a Buffalo Bills blanket? Nope. <laughs> No, she just wanted to make sure you saw the dolphin oh, stuff yeah, getting unwrapped. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's cool. Your mom's your mom's the nicest lady ever. And so even as a Bills fan, she's she's just sewing together and stitching together some some dolphin stuff for your nephews and, yeah. and oh, brother yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah, like they, that. She knows that's her team and they love them. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, definitely. The only thing I'm uh, discouraging is uh, when my two nephews. Um, try to push their dolphins agenda on your son. Oh yeah, <laughs> my other nephew, my little baby nephew, <laughs> yes. who's also going to be a Bills fan for life. Um, <laughs> we were at the, the family breakfast there before we went to the game, and they're trying to tell him, you know, go Dolphins, go Dolphins. I'm like, you guys stop this right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that you were there to, to yeah. set them right. <laughs> uh, you know, I, it's funny. I I definitely want. My son. So I don't. I think I told this story in the podcast before. I'll tell you real quick. Is when we told uh, me and my wife, your sister, told uh, my parents that we were pregnant. We said, "Oh well, you know." They're like, "Oh, do you know what you're having?" And we weren't going to find out. So we're yeah. like, "No, we don't know what we're having." But all I know is he's de- he or she is definitely going to be a Bills fan. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, that's predestined. It's predestined. <laughs> and my parents are like, "Oh, that's cool. Are they going to be religious?" I'm like, "Oh, well, we'll see." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's yeah. a possibility. Well, I guess when you go to predestined. You want to bring some religion into it, but yeah, there's another force out there's there. Another, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I haven't thought that far ahead yet. Let's <laughs> let's do one thing at a time. Right. <laughs> uh, but I mean, you know, I I sometimes wonder that. Like, I, I I'm hoping that. For his life, because our life started out great as Bills fans, like up until we were like ten or twelve. Yes, and then yeah. it's been pretty pretty rough. Yeah, minus last With the year. Coaches changing around, and then the ownership changing. 
which mm-hmm. I think went well. Actually, I think the Pagoulas are doing a well, uh, a great job. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think you know once you hit rock bottom yes. for, for ten years, <laughs> yeah. there's only one way but up. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, it's it, we go up faster than you know slower. I guess. Yeah, I think you we know? will. I like think to we progress will. a little faster instead of having another. I like to make the playoffs that season, at least. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they were, the Bills were considered to be one of the worst teams in the league at the beginning of the year. Right. Like people were saying, well, can Alabama beat Buffalo? You know how they always do that against yeah, the worst team right. in the league? Can the, can the, 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 yeah, the best college team, yeah. which is Clemson, by the way, now. <laughs> uh, Bob, not a big Alabama fan. Yeah, roll tears, roll. <laughs> Uh, well, you're a Tigers fan because you're LSU, yes. Louisiana yeah. family. A lot of family, family went ties. to LSU and yeah. uh, always been an LSU Tigers fan, which is going through some changes also mm-hmm. um, after Les Miles left. and um, Ed Orgeron, right? Yeah. Uh, I always liked Ed Orgeron. Yeah. But uh, I think, you know, they're going to uh, come back in the next couple of years and be a pretty good uh, oh, yeah. SEC team. Oh, yeah. Um, get back up on top where they should be. Yep. Yep. I think, I think Orgeron should have gotten that job. When Sarkeesian took it in USC, all the players like basically went to the AD and said they wanted Ed Orgeron as right. their coach, and he they was just like, nope, you know. Right. So like, what does that say about yeah. that kind of guy? Yeah, like, yeah. Guys love him. And, yeah. and, and going back to that point about the Bills, I think this is the first time since you and I have been following since maybe Marv Levy or maybe even maybe Wade Phillips at the. That we have a coach that you know is not gonna. You know, be a boisterous douche or, (laughs) you know, leave us, you know. (laughs) Leave us after two years. Yeah, you know, Uh, take the rest of his money and jet. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, or be like Rex Ryan where Mm -hmm. he's just, you know, that goes back to what I was saying earlier about coaches. And, like, we really never know how they're going to do because the Bills had, like, the number four ranked defense or something when Rex Ryan took over. And everyone's like, oh, Rex Ryan is a defensive guy. He's going to do great. He comes in, they're like the 26th ranked yeah, defense. Yeah. So, so it's all, yeah, it's, it's all relative. It's, to, yeah. I don't know. It's a crapshoot. Yeah, exactly. You got to hope that you're on the better side of the crap. I mean, it's better, like, that they're hiring these guys and we're like, oh, you know, they seem like pretty decent guys as opposed to, like, really, like, really, Rex, you're going to hire your brother. Right. Who is worse, who's one of the worst <laughs> defensive coordinators in right. NFL history, you know, because that's going to get better all of a sudden. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so so we got the Super Bowl uh, in a couple of weeks. Um, we got the the Patriots Rams Super Bowl, which I think we're all going to be Rams fans. Pretty much everyone outside the New England area. Yes. <laughs> Is that, so we talked about that kind of conspiracy wise. Maybe that's why they didn't make that call right. against the Saints for the Rams because yeah. an L.A. Super Bowl is a lot more interesting than a uh, than a uh, Saint or a New Orleans Saints Super Bowl. Right. You know. A lot more, lot more uh, viewers in Los Angeles. A lot the more conspiracy theories fly. <laughs> it's all scripted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I don't, I, I don't necessarily subscribe to a lot of conspiracy right. theories. I mean, I, I like listening but, to all of them. <laughs> but when you get a, when you get something like that, you know, it's a call How like that. They? It's just like, it's just not. Yeah, I don't know. It's I, unbelievable. I mean, I, I mean, I can imagine the fans there being, no. you know, watching the replays and. I mean, how can you be that ref, too, you know, that didn't throw the flag? I mean, I'm sure there's a couple of them that seen it and didn't. Yeah. You know, it's like, how can you sleep at night, man? I know, I know, man. I know. You ruined these guys, you know, this this whole year they worked hard for. Exactly. The last, like, six, eight months of Mm -hmm. practicing and... And you know, it's it, these are you. You said this yesterday. These are supposed to be the, some of the best yes, refs. They, yeah, these are you know they got to be the top of the top, you know, to do these games. And yeah, you know how how can you get to that point, you know, in your field and 
mess up like that. I know. It's like a surgeon messing up a, you know, a surgery that's exactly. been, you know, done, done it a thousand times and, you it know, you leave your cell phone in someone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Thanks for talking, Bills, in this vacation podcast edition. We're going to be back next week. We're going to talk. Um, it's really cool. We're going to talk to one of our uh, one of our friends that's like a, a good betting expert. We're going to talk about props bets for the Super Bowl. And stuff like that, um, like the, like the national anthem, like the length of the national anthem, heads or tails. Like we're just gonna shoot the shit about just certain prop bets, and and then maybe talk a little bills too, like we always do, and uh, just give some uh, some general thoughts on that. So uh, thanks for getting coming on. So um, I don't know if you know this, but every time we sign off, we say go bills. So for okay. Bob, Uncle Bob. Um. We're going to actually make a bet real quick because we're going golfing here soon. Oh, no. Loser buys lunch. You heard it here. <laughs> but, hey, go Bills. <laughs> For me, Nate, I never agreed to that bet, but I'll proudly take it on. <laughs> go Bills. We'll talk to you guys again soon. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Circling the Wagons podcast. Download and subscribe to us in your favorite podcast service. Email us at ctwpod at gmail.com. That's Charlie Tango Whiskey Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at ctwpod. And most importantly, go Bills! Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills.